Man. He was not ready to answer that question. <laughs> what people? People, people that I know. I know. <laughs> hey, so I mean, they came uh, highly recommended. Oh, from your it, we're, Are we rolling right now? We're just gonna. We won't <laughs> we even are. talk about that. We'll run right into the episode. That was hilarious. <laughs> we're giving Jared shit already. Oh God! Welcome to Free Range American, everybody. Oh yeah, Jeez, we're giving core me four. shit. Oh, it's finance. A new, it's a new planning. day. Yeah. <laughs> a new day. We didn't really decide what we were going to talk about today. We haven't. I mean, we can decide right now. Yeah. I think we should talk about the amazing fashion that uh, you guys have going. No, you know what? First, I want to talk about selfishness. What kind of selfishness? (laughs) It's, It's selfishness right there. Right there. Because look, he printed himself a sweatshirt, two sweatshirts. He printed himself a long sleeve shirt. He printed himself a short sleeve shirt, and then he printed one yeah. extra for Matt. Did you get anything? No, I, I didn't, didn't either. He, he shows up with a on. brilliant shirt. He printed me two shirts. So. <laughs> two pieces of gum. I'm yeah. on the design, though, for people who aren't watching this. As uh, if we don't want to wear that shirt, too. Evan made a sweet van. It's a 1970s van with a cobra. Um, uh, I'm riding an elk in Daisy Dukes and a wolf howling. With a dream catcher in back with a desert scene. And then yeah. you're wearing a dream catcher. Yeah, well, I'm just catching dreams just over here. Just over here catching with, dreams. With the design, I'm just catching catching dreams. That's what I do. Yeah. You know? It's a wonderful design. It's beautiful. I mean, I can't I'm, wait for that thing to go on an actual van and then drive that all around Salt Lake City. Van. Just yeah. hucking coffee at people just randomly. Rowan coffee. We should build a like a t-shirt launcher, but for 12-ounce coffee bags. Yeah. That's right. pretty oh. a hot dog. That would be a creepy looking gun because it's just like used. Maybe it's a sex toy. Well, the thing, Jared's a subject matter expert on this. Would it have would it be bun included in the hot dog gun or would it right. just be oh, dog no. only? You guys that, that have, no, you have to you've never to seen a hot dog gun before? Like no. they used to do this at hockey games you, where I grew they up. Launch they, hot dogs? they would launch hot dogs, hot dogs into the oh, stadium. No, 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 with tinfoil around them. Sounds like heaven. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're they're yeah, packaged. Of they're they're so it's an air gun. It's an air gun. The bun yeah. and the dog wouldn't stay together. Come on. Right. Does yeah. it come with condiments on there? Because that's the true one yeah, ketchup pack, one, one mustard pack. He's got it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen this that. is heaven. I I guess you're still on hot dogs. No, I actually haven't had a hot dog in over a month and a half. So you quit. Alcohol mm-hmm. and hot dogs. And hot dogs. Were they tied together in some way in your mind? Well, in 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 the form of being a regular part of my life, like just a normal twenty four hours. Yeah, they were tied together. I could you could say that. Let's just let's let's just get into this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what, what, walk me through a day in the life of very drunk Jared. So we're not talking moderately, like on a like before you got sober. But t- take me through a day, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just curious, no. like. You stayed up till 3.30 in the morning getting hammered on White Claws. Two? Two? Yeah. Okay. What time are you getting up? Six. Six. Yeah. Okay. Because I can't really sleep. And then I also have to prove to him that I'm awake. Yeah. <laughs> so so there's generally a text. And then I also reply to his story. And then I do like, I have a ritual of kind of Evan engagement program. I call, And then you go back to sleep? I call the EEP. No, not yet. Because okay. I just can't sleep very well, especially when I'm hammered. So I wake up, I get up, I prove to Evan that I'm awake. Why does you've never required him to prove anything? This is all in his head. Okay. <laughs> this is my EEP. So uh, then Evan uh, engagement plan. Evan engagement plan. So then once he knows that I'm up, I I generally sit at the computer uh confused. 
for, <laughs> for about 40 minutes because I'm still pretty hammered. Yeah. Um, like, what? give me context of what you'd be looking at, like emails, maybe yeah, a design. E- emails, and then I'm kind of reading the the like previous night's social media posts. So I'm like squinting on Facebook. I'm like, right. what did okay. I say? Oh, oh yeah. And then uh, around eight or nine, I'll start a new argument. Okay. Uh, so- generally on someone else's page. Right. Um, so you're so, so far, our mornings are just regret. Yeah, it's what I call it. EEP and regret. EEP. And then there's- It's a SMEA, a social media engagement analysis, meaning how did I previously engage with my blood alcohol content of 0.2? I'm making sure I didn't text any any weird people or promise any weird things, which, okay, that's not true because I promise a lot of weird things when I'm hammered, so I generally forget about them. Okay, okay. Um, Then- Where are we at time-wise in the uh, day? uh, Between nine and 10. Okay. that's where I kind of jot down what I think me and Jack should do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as far as, okay, I look at what shirts do we have, coffee, should I do something coffee related or should I do something ridiculous or do I want to do some nice swipe ups? Then around 10, couch nap. Couch nap. Yeah. Yeah. What's um, it? What, what, like, give me the time on a nap? Well, it's three it, hours. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? It's like 10 to 1, 1.30. Yeah. Yeah. With a couple snack breaks in there. I'm still recovering. Like, rem- remember, like, this is now my body's kind of sobering up. This right makes around sense. One. I don't think he's being facetious because I never hear from you from about back then 10 to 1.30. That's, no, that's a blackout no, time. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sobering up through that time. Um, <laughs> and then about 1.30, I sit in the sun by the pool to just finish the sober up. Yep. Uh, I have my phone, mm-hmm. you know, yep. so I'm doing some more EEP. Uh, I'll have an idea and text it to him or check on things, you know, just making sure everything's running. Right. That's usually when you probably text me like, hey, what are we doing? Between Here's an idea. Three, yeah, one yeah. Three. Hey, what do we want to do? Then uh, Generally around three is when Jack and Patrick get real frustrated with me because everything that I planned the day prior or that morning, I've now moved, canceled, and right. changed. Yep. Okay. Um, and then around 4.35, I just execute on whatever's in my head right then for us to get something up so yeah. it looks like I'm working to yep. Evan. <laughs> So it's like, oh, he's shooting, all hangs together. He's shooting this content. is uncomfortably honest. <laughs> yes. This is uncomfortably yeah. honest. I never lie. I, I love you. This is fucking gold. And so we finished that about six. <laughs> Patrick edits. I leave him in the office. Jack and I retreat to the bar and we start all over again. Right. Yeah. That's Notice right. there's not any management of Free Range American. No, that's in the morning when oh. I'm when I'm looking at just all the. No- I I go through my I have my cycle of websites: Podbean, YouTube. Look at I'll text him early or really late. Um, but you know I've been sober, so I've had a lot more time working till late. Are you sleeping better? Oh yes, absolutely. Falling asleep around ten thirty. You know, one to two episodes of Dexter, and then. Right. Oh, you in a Dexter kick? Dexter's yeah, I wanted, to re- I wanted to restart it because like there's a number of really good series that, that you know, were around in the mid-2000s, you know, mid-2010 to 2018 timeframe that like I kind of watched on and off, you know, when they were on network television or on Showtime. 
that I want to go back and actually watch these. It's very yeah. couple-esque of you to like. Well, it's watch interesting a because you were probably drunk when you were consuming yeah. Oh, yeah. most of these. So now you're I've you're like about. now I got to watch these again, sober, so I can remember. I'm happy you're sober. I'm proud of you. I think mm-hmm. you should continue. It's, it's really it's nice. Wonderful. I, I you it. look good. Like your face, like you can tell it. You look real good. I haven't had any urges uh, very much though. I thought what, I would. What do you what break a week of not drinking? Just like. Man, I really want to drink. Like I thought that I thought I would go through yeah. that phase, but I really don't because mm. I just I even last night when I saw you guys, you know, wine coming out and everything, I'm like, oh, I could, but then I was like, no, I don't want to feel like that when I wake up. Right. Well, we didn't pressure you at all. No, nobody pressured. No, me. we're not. No. But I mean, having a bar in the house that I'm walking by every day, and but but quitting, you know, it hasn't been hard like I thought it would. That I'd be like, ooh. Because you, I don't know. I, no, it's just because you start feeling better. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And hangovers, is good. Are, hangovers are way worse when you've taken like 10 or two weeks off, you know, and then you, you're you used to waking up not clouded yeah. and you drink moderately and you're like, oh my God, this is terrible. I think terrible. a deep-rooted personality trait with me is you can change everything overnight, like lifestyle or whatever. And I just kind of adapt and just accept it. Like, oh, this is what we're doing now. Okay. All right. Interesting. I mean, would you notice that? I mean, I kind of adapt pretty easily to whatever it is that we have to be doing. It's true. Yeah. And I would say you're, it doesn't affect your creativity at all. Like you're, you're still the same person. The first two weeks was a little, I was ornery. And I didn't feel very ideal, idea centric. Yeah. But after I got through that, yeah, it came back. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're very creative person, you know? That's how I would classify you. <laughs> what, what is that? What was it the board meeting last night? It was like, unique. He's unique. unique. That's great. Which is true because I noticed now when you had to come in earlier in the in the meetings in the here at the office, right around that lunchtime, you would sneak over to the couch and kind of be yeah, doing the cat naps. I, I haven't seen sleepy. you even tired today. You've been no. like charged full of energy. It's That's amazing. Great. I love this. Yeah. And working out again. Like that's been fun. Whoa, good. Yeah. We're yeah. proud of you, Jared. Yeah, we're proud oh, of you, Jared. Damn. Good and job. You know, we're also proud of Logan because it is his birthday today. Mm-hmm. And Logan? happy one more one recording. So happy birthday, buddy! Thank you, guys. Yeah. I got to spend the day uh, fishing yesterday mm-hmm. with uh, Paul Bork on that amazing giveaway boat. Right. If you watch this show on YouTube, you've seen that giveaway that we're doing. And uh, when do we give that thing away? In December. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Who's going to get it? I don't know. We have It hasn't ended yet. Yeah. Am I eligible? No. No. Oh, man. I asked Logan well, that yesterday. If you're eligible? Yeah. He said I couldn't. Do it. <laughs> we should do a giveaway where you win it every <laughs> month. Like, it's the free range giveaway. <laughs> yeah. oh, I haven't I haven't won again. Won again. Nice. <laughs> it's like we're giving away my dick next month. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I got to that. Uh, what are you, quickly. 30 now? No, 34. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not know you were that old. Yeah, I'm only um, I'm a month older than Logan. Yeah. That's it. For some reason I thought he was younger. It's probably because I'm highly immature. Uh, I don't think that's it, but yeah, for some reason I thought you were younger than Logan. Really? Yeah. Is it the maturity? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 it is it is crazy to think they're all getting a uh, little little up there, you know? We're still young, full of piss and vinegar. Right. Yeah, but all I mean, we're we're kind of we're in a really cool spot where 
where we are at with the business, the company and positions and stuff like that. We're still pretty young for having those. And also it's really fucking awesome. Well, I liked when you were drinking a little bit because I was like, at least I'm not there and Jared are almost and I are almost the same age. And then you got like, you know, six years on me or so. So it's that's nice because then I'm like, I feel young comparatively, right. which always is good for the psyche. So thank you for that, guys. But then Logan has like less freckles and wrinkles than me. So that's not good. I don't know. You're not but really I, looking old yet. Thanks. Appreciate that. I saw that vitamin E. Yeah. When he you, got, when he unfatted, yeah. he looks yeah. gay. Yeah. yeah. yeah Last year, Evan was not looking good. No. Yeah. Your cortisol levels were like, we've talked about that before. You were like on a deathbed almost. They were, they were, they were high. Let's just say they were high. Right. And uh, the sleep is the biggest issue. It's the sleep. Like when I'm not sleeping, and it is everything else falls apart. And when I say that, it's like you're not getting good workouts in, you're not making good food decisions. And I don't make horrible food decisions by any stretch of the imagination. It's just if you're not working out and you're not sleeping, everything in your life just becomes way harder. The other, like this morning, I got up and worked out before we came down to the office. And I was like, this shit's easy, man. I was like knocking out just like a quick 20 minute like high intensity workout right there in my hotel room. Shit was easy. And five months ago, just getting out of bed and like trying to get that shit done. Psychologically, it was like climbing Everest or something. It's like, I can open up my computer. I can go to work. But, uh, you know, finding out kind of what's going on, like my neck has been a big issue for the last couple of years. Come to find out, I have like a really serious neck injury or neck issue for the last couple of years, I just haven't been taken care of. So I've been getting, you know, my chiropractor has been getting me back in line as far as my neck. I'm sleeping better all the way across the board, making better food decisions, working out, getting my, my, my neck fixed. Uh, you know, I thought it was for my daughter jumping off the bed a couple of years ago. Yeah, so you said no, like, yeah, it's just, that's not what caused it. No, it's not one single thing. It's bad posture. Quite literally, the my uh, the chiropractor actually he's a he's a uh, physical therapist. He was telling me that I do not have the genetics for a desk job. Like straight up, I do not have the curvature in my spine to sit at a desk for long periods of time typing at a computer. So it's really bad for my neck. I have what's called a military neck, which is uh, the vertebrae is straight stacked online. There's no curvature to it. And it's a combination of genetics and my job for the last few years and probably wearing body armor for as long as I did, jumping out of airplanes, doing all this shit from my previous profession. Uh, I can't sit at a desk for extended periods of time now. So now I'll, I'll get up and walk around. I'll get on the treadmill or something like that and I'll type emails. But it's, it's good and bad news. It's like... I can't sit at a desk for extended periods of time because it's really fucking bad for my neck. But uh, it, which is, that's, that's good because now I'm forcing myself to get up and get out and get active basically. Uh, but I'm also going to have to live with, you know, a certain amount of pain in my neck for probably the rest of my life as I'm doing physical therapy on it, uh, which is awesome because at least I know what's wrong. But now I'm sleeping better. So... 
you know, it is what it is. Sleeping better, recovery. I'm sure my neck curvature will some come back a little bit. Let's just read your blood work on this show, you know? It's fucking <laughs> <laughs> Cortisol levels. Well, like, one big thing I noticed, like, uh, I was watching that show the other day. And what show? Dexter. Right. And there was just a scene where they were, they were like three bottles of wine deep and started fighting. And I remember like getting into arguments when you're drunk is just really difficult to do because right. you're like, someone starts arguing with you and you're like, oh, you're so slow and yeah. dumb. And like you, you have the, the, the thought in your head, but you can't push it out. And I was like, wow, I don't miss that at all. <laughs> like, Do you fight a lot when you're drunk? I'm no, a happy not drunk. fight. Like, I just mean like, you know, those those times and relationships and stuff like that, someone wants to start some shit with you after you're fucking bottle deep. Yeah. And you're like, in the morning. Yeah. You're like, Oh great. Here we go. Like, and I was just like, man, I do not miss that at all. How long do you think this is going to last? I mean, I'm going until March. And then after that, I probably will slim down to maybe one or two times a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And this came about because, uh, we recorded this podcast, which we didn't get aired immediately threw in the trash can with uh, <laughs> batty and donut. And we made a bet. What well, I got to make a documentary for you. Yeah. Is that if what I the... go till March 6th, you have to make a documentary about me. Oh, now we didn't yeah. say just... how that had to go. Can I have some yeah. creative insight yes, on this? I, I, would like, I would like I think all of you to okay. jump in okay. on this okay. bet. I'm in. It'll be fun. I'm in. That's didn't fun. Didn't we have it? It's who we are. Yeah, but that's that good was, enough. I mean, we already did that. No, no, <laughs> think about the possibilities yeah. creatively to do this as a documentary. Right. It, can be a, it can be a mockumentary. In my It's Who We Are was, he, I didn't know he was as crazy as he was. Me? Yeah. That was your line in my It's Who Is we that are. the only one? Yeah. You know, he watched that's, that a couple times, Drug. <laughs> Evan! <laughs> yeah, that's Evan! the only thing you say in my It's Who We Are. Well, I didn't know he was that crazy <laughs> at first. <laughs> Did I really? I, I don't remember that. I don't remember either. Yes. I think, yeah, I mean, you're a crazy person, but you're a good crazy. You're a good crazy to be around for sure. You're the guy that generates ideas. Like you're the, you're, I was thinking about this this morning when I watched Marty's It's Who We Are. And so when, when are we releasing that? It's out. It's out. It's out. Right now. Yeah, it's out. Yeah. So Marty's, if you haven't watched it, yeah, go watch uh, Marty Scove. Scovelins, it's who we are. It's really good. But there's a comment by Marty in that where he says, well, I met Jared. And it's so funny because most people that we're involved with in this business, the, the way yeah. that they've been introduced yep. to this entire yeah. thing is... Well, I met Jared. That's the way it, every origin yep. story it starts. Yours yeah. starts like that. Mine starts so like that. Mine. He was the first one I talked to. He's always the first one that you, <laughs> yeah. everybody talks to because every, yeah. every, all the rest of us were like, we don't fucking talk to anybody. You and I are fairly intro, introverted. Like, that, that is funny you say that because I knew from like an internal perspective, but when you start to think about everybody like Eli, Logan, like, well, not that's even internal, but I'm saying like when you start to, it's always, well, I met Jared, and then we hung out that one time, and then you know, you I, then I started something befriending really him. fucking weird. Well, that's like De Derek Wida, for instance. Like he was friends, and then Derek and Wida and I became friends, and yeah, that's that's Gary. interesting. Wow, Gary, yeah, Dan, Ethan Nagel, the guy we just Ross, hired, was originally through you. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, Man. everybody, A little social butterfly. Yeah, <laughs> but you're you're the guy. Right, but you're the guy. You're the you're the you're the people collector. Yeah, you're yeah, the people. You, you collect them I all in. I come back in and dump the pieces on the table. 
you guys are the ones that go, okay, these are where these pieces go. Yeah, that's, that's a good true. analogy. No, that's he's a super like, good analogy. So we're like the hunters back at Hunter and Gather Days. He's the gatherer and he goes back and gets a bunch of, hold on, bear with me. Okay. <laughs> he gets a bunch of berries from different plants. Like 80% of the berries are toxic that would kill him. But there's 20% yeah. in there. We're yeah. like, all, all right, I can make a fucking salad out of this, Jared. And I, yeah. this is going to feed them. You, you got to throw those ones away. <laughs> you got to throw dude. those fucking things away. Dude. <laughs> like, He's like, we already had four of them. And I'm like, okay, just get a fucking NDA or some shit for those ones. Um, All right. <laughs> yeah. But this one's already living in my apartment. <laughs> this berry is going to sue us. Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> Barry's trying to poison us somehow through your body. And I don't know how that's happening. <laughs> don't worry. If someone thinks it's about them or not, we're making a joke. Yeah, we're just making a joke. Like yeah. what you've collected is a combination of psychedelic and poisonous mushrooms <laughs> with <laughs> some yeah. poisonous, poisonous berries yeah. that also are very sweet and they all look the same. <laughs> no, you're absolutely so right. So Jared's just tasting them, you know, like poisonous... <laughs> Psychedelic. That one's pretty good. Yeah. And then, That's true. He is the taster. <laughs> He's the people taster. This is a, it was, He's the people taster. Jared's, He's the people taster. Jared's personality type is exactly how people in the jungle found ayahuasca Boom. back in the day because yeah. some crazy man yeah. was mixing together these things that they would have no idea what the effect would be. And then they're like, so we went to outer space. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. met my alien god. This plant creates <laughs> a portal. <Interesting>. <laughs> <laughs> So true though. <laughs> it's so true. Jared's like out in the jungle. His his ancestors were the dudes that were out in the jungle. Like, I don't know. Let's try it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Send yeah. it. Hey, let's wash it down with some of these monkey brains, dude. <laughs> might might do something. Let's smoke some of this stuff. Let's eat some of that. We're gonna drink some of this. And hey, you know what? Let's no, right, let's trade no. that around. Let's smoke that. Let's make that into tea. Let's fuck that. Okay, let's mix all that stuff together. Uh, that let's gives me that. an idea for the documentary. Is just like how did Jared become so creative? And it's actually because he found this psychedelic medicine that he yeah. started taking, and now all his his ancestors who are dead are talking to him all the time, oh, and that's where it all comes from. Look at that. That's interesting. This is coming from the ayahuasca journey. You know, you know, uh, <laughs> Logan's done that. <laughs> it's 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 kind of funny because it was it wasn't until this year that I really started to get a better perspective on how all of us work in the creative realm. Like because moving up to this, somebody will have an idea and we pitch it, we move forward with it, but everybody's contributing at some points and stuff like that. And before we would meet points of where we're butting heads on different things. Like, no, this is how I saw it. This is how I saw it. And it was like, this year I finally figured out that I was like, okay, anytime, whether I come up with it or you pitch it to me or any of you pitch it to me, like I have it completely visualized and written out in my head. I've been watching it over and over again since you've pitched it to me. And when you start to vary off of it, I get mad. Yeah. And I don't know why. <laughs> like, I started realizing, but why? This was Evan's idea that he pitched me, and now he's varying off of what, what I had in my head, and now it's, it's irritating me. And then I, I finally realized, like, hey, like, kicking myself in, in the ass on my own, saying, no, when it's not your thing, just go with whatever they want. There's no point in invent Like contribute an idea if you want, but it's like, 
If you want to get irritated, get irritated when it's yours. And that kind of really changed the behavior this year where now when we're shooting, if I'm not involved in the scene, I go away. Just because it's like we've already, if we're already shooting and it's not one of those ones that we're making up on the fly, right? all of us in the room are detrimental to each other trying to direct at the same time. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a standard thing. There's, if you make chiefs, not enough Indians, yes. right? If you have seven people trying to have creative control, it always, well, there's points of contention. I, I think that's a really good point. And I kind of feel like that sometimes too, to where you've already put the everything together in your head, right? So you're like, this is how it's done. And if it doesn't match up, then, you know, you're liable to get frustrated. I feel the same way about stuff sometimes, but I think it just goes to show you, like you're invested in the creative concept already. Yeah. Like we already figured all this out I'm in my head. I'm like, the edit. It's like, easy. And then it somebody, seems easy. Starts, somebody starts pulling a clip. I'm like, no, 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 you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that makes me think too, like hearing you say that is like, we did that last Calf Life where we did the, what was it? 72 hours to where we had to yeah. create the video uh, script to screen. You guys uh, had my partner be Richard. Yeah, Matt totally cheated when we were deciding teams, but that's fine. Didn't cheat. Um, oh, wait, you no, guys you did were, a great yeah, job, though. Awesome. But we were, you know, we really in the evolution of yeah. our content creation, we we've, we're definitely getting way more professionalized. We script way more stuff out. We storyboard way more stuff. I think it would be cool if we did a challenge where we don't do that at all because back in the old days, stuff was not that it's not fun anymore, but it was always just as much fun back in the day when so, we didn't have everything scripted and we got to come up with that. Like ho, the first Halloween video. No. We shot it scene to scene yeah. with no script. Right. <laughs> right. That really came through concept. in the final project that it made no fucking sense. Yeah. No, it was amazing. <laughs> but that's where Jared really shined. We made this year. On Evans Island. Wait, which video? The Evans Island? Yeah, that was the best video we made. actually have the the poster right here, Evans Island. Oh wow, <laughs> Evans Island, ladies and gentlemen, Evans Island. But I think that would be fun to do Available another content free range store creation challenge yeah. where we have no no ideas prior to, and we just got a you got a time window, and everything has to be done, no script. You know, no it would be a fun exercise to yes and you. It would be interesting to take a concept or like. Let's, let's just bucket it around veterans versus horror films since we just released that video, number three, check it out on YouTube. Uh, if we said vets versus horror, and then it was your team's job to come up with two scenes for that. And then hypothetically, our job to come up with two scenes. And so you you kind of allocate each of these scenes specific yeah. to or a team. Or it could be solo. Or hey, solo, right? No, no, but you, but you have to go film and the other team doesn't get a no and then you do this reveal then you kind oh, of yeah. edit them together and then make a full edit with like six to seven of these instances or scenes that make a full, you know, four minute video. But unbeknownst yeah. to us, that, I think yes, it'd be interesting. Yeah. And, and, yes, <laughs> and I think it'd be cool if, you guys did a couple of scenes, right? We did a couple of scenes. Oh, wait, now we're on a team together again. Or however it shakes out, we don't know what the other team is doing. We have like seven or eight different but, scenes. Well, we we're come on the together. same concept. Oh, this is a good idea. <laughs> right? Yeah. What do no, you think? Great uh, idea. I love it. Real quick though, you know, explain to the audience what we've been doing here with this yes and thing. Oh, I mean, that just came from essentially a, a leadership thing because before self help seminars, we took self help seminar. No, it's actually a practice. It's a, it's a good exercise it because, it, it, like, psychologically, when you just say your it's almost or, like your idea sucks or or, but, or, or, but or it's, it's or. a way of contributing to the idea and expanding it. And that's you'll you'll hear us say it all the time is yes and and it's just essentially 
saying, great idea, what about this? Yeah. So what it, if we did a challenge, though, where we split into teams? Right. We filmed a couple scenes. <laughs> okay. You guys filmed scenes. We put this together. You guys don't know what we... But we just had like an overarching and then we got subject. A, oh, and then together. We, then we watched the finished product. Do we put uh, them together? Interesting. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. I like that, dude. Yeah, we, should, we should try that sometime. I've got that idea. idea. Super original. Nice, Four dude. seconds ago. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and, okay, not even yes. And, and my scenes are while I'm hunting in Kodiak for brown bear. Yeah. That's yeah. in the spring. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? That's, I'm, yes, and... Evan, All did you of hear my that shit scenes. today? Evan tried to say or last night. He was like, Matt's going to shoot his Kodiak bear with a rifle. And I'm like, fuck you, asshole. I'm bowing it. You originally it. said that, though. What? You originally said you were going to shoot a, with a rifle, and he was going bow. False. Not to Dwight Schrute you. I mean, False. I said I will have my 375 on me as a contingency plan or a right. near. I never heard that in the beginning. I'm not going to let my business partner go out there or any of you guys and yeah, whack Evan one with a bow. to get eaten by a bear. That's fine. He can it's be in true. front of me so my bear eats him. I'm content with it's me not, not dying. I'm specifically saying that the method of killing one is going to be a bow. I you get you one chance at this. go knives. Knives? No. <laughs> no. Swords. Swords. Oh. Yeah, swords. Bear hands. Or pikes. Oh. He just had a big pike. You, you Okay, hold on. <laughs> Kodiak bear coming at you. What You get a pick from a, a pike? A sword or a mace? Pike. Pike. Going pike all day yeah. long. Yeah. Pike. You got the reach. Standoff. And you can, if it's charging, like it's not going to stop. Well, I mean, you don't fuck that up, do you? <laughs> that, that thing. I, I, oh, you have, uh, your options are a sword slips. and a mace. You know how hard I'm not going to use a mace. A I've a never suit. even swung a mace. I can't, I, I can't protest any form of proficiency You're going to have to take an mace. attack to get the mace. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I don't choice. know the, 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 the physics of this pole that I'm trying, the, the bear has to skewer itself. Carbon fiber, large blade. Like the pole's not going to break. The blade is sharp and it's double-edged. I'm just, I'm just telling you, you would have to run that scenario several times and be proficient in that. No, but we're no, not, we're not giving you, run it. you're, you're in camp your and it's, oh, mama bears. I'm picking up a sword. I'm picking up a sword. Sword? I can't, yeah, hmm. because I can swing a baseball bat and proficient at it. I do not, hmm. nor have I ever killed an animal with its own weight and inertia. I've never done that. I don't know if I can yeah, figure that out on a fly. the sword is just going to piss the grizzly bear so, off. The yeah. pike, you might have a, you know, 4% chance of killing it, but 4% is better than 100% of pissing it off. I, pike, I, the sword, you're still, you're, you're close. I might throw it. You might throw the sword. Might throw the sword. That's, that's not even gonna. It's gonna bounce off the bear. I might throw it at a tree because that could be a distraction for the bear. See? Look at that sword. No, Just hit this that is tree. what you do. You Look run up tree. the tree and then you have the pike. Yeah. And get get back. Get back. Get back. And then you have a hand grenade because you're Instructor Earl. And then you throw it and then the, you blow the arms off and now you have bear arms and then you pretend bear. to be oh. the mother bear. <laughs> you and then that? you're the parent of the baby cubs. You raise the cubs. Then you turn the cubs on the other bears in their fucking territory. Now you become King Bear. Yes. You run all of Kodiak. 
And then because the next the generation pipe. of bears don't appreciate all the freedom that you gave them and they become socialist bears. Yeah, <laughs> socialist bears. And they start questioning the gender, their bear gender. Yeah, bear, they're like, they're, listen, we just want to eat salmon. I don't know why you're talking about this bear gender yeah, shit. Like, it's wanna, okay to do whatever you what want. Gender I think it's they awesome. Are, what bear listen, gender they are. Listen, they don't want to be bears anymore. Right. And they want to be deer. They're they identifying deer. as deer. Yeah. And then you're eating this sweet salmon and then the other bear like, comes up and goes, hey man, I'm 50% a, of that's mine. And you're like, no, I no, caught it's it like, I can't eat that salmon because I'm a deer now. I got to eat leaves and grass. Right. And you are a jerk for killing that salmon. Right. Yeah. Them bears, them bears are unappreciative those bears. Are called, Can we do unappreciative bear? Unappreciative bear. It's just a bear wearing a Che Guevara shirt. Is yeah. it? Unappreciative bear. Unappreciative bear. A leather banana holder. Unappreciative bear. Unappreciative bear. This is my shirt. That's the California bear bear on the flag. That's the California bear. The unappreciative bear. Yeah, we do the white flag with the bear. Like It's got pink hair. One earring. Yeah. A nose ring. <laughs> nose ring. Yeah. yeah. Che Guevara shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I identify hey, as bear, a bear, what do you think about America? I don't know. It kind of sucks. Okay, unappreciative bear. Okay, <laughs> don't, assume, <laughs> don't assume my species. I'm a deer. You know, you're a giant fucking grizzly bear. Yeah. You can see it. He just has you bunny are, ear, like you, a bunny ear, uh, yeah. a bit like yeah. headband. Uh, yeah. I'm a Bunny bear. I'm a bunny bear. I'm a giant bunny. Oh, man. Here comes unappreciative bear. <laughs> it's just, it's just, this guy. He ruined yeah. every party. Yeah. Just oh, fuck. Hey, how you doing, unappreciative bear? Bad. Hey, guys. Saw you didn't have your masks on at the party. You're like, yeah, we all got COVID tests. Hmm. Why, are you so, why are you so upset, unappreciative bear? Well, you guys only have Coke, and I like Pepsi. Yeah. Unappreciative, unappreciative bear. bear. I was driving over here and looked at all the other bears driving in their cars alone without their masks. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, unappreciative oh, bear. bear. Is there anything I can do, do to make your day better? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just all of us trying to make unappreciative bear yeah. happy. I don't know, man. It's like anything we can yeah. do. Like, if you want to be a bunny rabbit, that's that's fine. Be but I'm a bear now, not a ball. Okay, you're confusing me, though, you're unappreciative confusing. bear. He takes the, yeah, takes yeah. the ears off. I'm a bear again. <laughs> okay, unappreciative bear. It's fine. Okay, you're a bear, man. Yeah. Damn, dude. <laughs> Just chill out. Just chill out. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the intro music to that cartoon's yeah. just super fucking lame. Like, unappreciative bear. Unappreciative bear. He's never happy with what he wears. He keeps a list of all the people that pissed him off. <laughs> He's the AO's unappreciative bear. <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn. Quick. I want this T-shirt yeah. though of unappreciative bear. I will get. I'm gonna task, I'll task an artist with Please, it. Please, right unappreciative bear. That is that is gonna be my new logo. I like this. Unappreciative, unappreciative bear. bear. Uh, oh, here comes unappreciative bear. Hey, <laughs> do you want a beer, unappreciative bear? I only drink IPA. Fuck. Yeah. Just pissed yeah. off at everything. I don't drink unless it's IPN. I only drink honey mead. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Micro lot honey mead. Me. Oh man, me. unappreciative bear. That's a pretty sweet 
Electric car, it's not a Tesla. Okay. <laughs> that's the fucking cartoon. That's I'm telling is. you. That's yeah. our cartoon. It's called Unappreciative Bear. Unappreciative and bear. it's topical with everything. It's like amb- the ambiguously gay duo where you're like, you know what we're referencing, yeah. but like the bear never knows. Yeah. yeah. God. It's just a Toyota Prius. I just wish people would wear bands so I knew they thought like me. Like, geez, Unappreciative Bear, that sounds really not <laughs> yeah. good for, for whoa. Fuck. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. Unappreciative bear. You're making a lot of what appears to be anti-Semite comments. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not because I'm a bear. I'm yeah. a bear. I'm not in hibernation. I'm woke <laughs> AF bear. Yeah. I'm woke as fuck bear. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm not yeah. in hibernation. I'm a woke, woke as bear. fuck bear. Woke as fuck bear. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the four bears that No, it's it. unappreciative bear. And he's like, meet my friend. Woke, woke as bear. bear. Hey guys, I'm woke bear. What's going on today? And then there's then there's Karen bear. Yeah. I'm calling the manager. <laughs> Did anybody else see the bear speed bumps and someone go over him a little too fast? Yeah. I walked into this establishment and heard three counts of hate speech. Oh. Who said you could eat that porridge? You just have to look at it. Did you see John across the way? I heard he had the right to bear arms. Oh, no, not bear arms. Hey, you can't say bear arms anymore, man. Sorry, I had to. It was That's such a racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say bear arms because it's like it's the right really thing. I mean, I, I don't joke. know if a lot of people know if you are <laughs> able to attain uh, and separate the arms from a bear, they're very easy to hollow out. And then you just put them on like yeah. large gloves. Right. Large gloves. Yeah. yeah Those would make great mittens. Yeah, they would. Yeah. yeah. Be messy. Pulls. No, messy. it's not that messy. It just, it, it's an insert. It just pulls right out. Not really. <laughs> That's not the way animal anatomy works. <laughs> nope. Not even close. You sure? Yep. Positive. <laughs> like that's a, bones and ligaments. It's and some cartoon physics again, no, 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 Jerry. No, no, no. Once uh, you, you separate you, the arm, if it's a clean cut, you no, just—it's an insert. You just pull out, and then you got the bare arms. Once that's how again, the yeah. that's you're confusing life physics with cartoon physics. Cartoon physics aren't like life. Okay, Evan's starting so to sound different. like an unappreciative bear. <laughs> so answer me this: If you're so good on physics, <clears> if I lift Matt up, and then he lifts me up. Are we floating? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? Got me there. <laughs> Wait. Holy shit, Holy dude. Shit. Holy what are you standing on air, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, it shows you and me go out. We VFX this. Like, I lift you up and you lift. We're just like, oh, what shit, the this fuck? works. We tried this. It works. Yeah, we found the fucking fourth dimension, Anti-gravity. dude. Anti-gravity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would be and cooler if you guys could fly. Then it zooms <laughs> out into the commercial, or it zooms out into the cartoon of Unappreciative Bear as he's just eating some really bad shrooms. So he's going into your reality. Oh, reality. Yeah. <laughs> That would be a really funny cartoon where every time they did mushrooms, it went into it a real into life you guys. video of us. Yeah. Yeah. It goes into a uh, Dr. Great. Steve The dream commercial. state of unappreciative bear is actually like Us. reality. Yeah, like, right. like, because I think Family Guy's done that a few times yeah. where it's like live action. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. God, unappreciative bear. On this episode of Unappreciative Bear. Oh, no. Here comes Karen Bear and Unappreciative Bear. Yeah. <laughs> As Karen's calling for the manager, he's complaining about everything. God. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. it? Is that Ooh. what we got? That's, that's, that that's where we're at. at. That's where we're that's at. That's where we're at. Oh, I mean, we still got some time yeah, to go. Yeah, like we got some time to kill. But, but, you know. A time to kill. We just blew our loads a little bit there. <laughs> Could have been more. Could have been more of a load. <laughs> well, Jared, they, so Jared is working on a mobile podcast studio. Believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. He's working on a mobile podcast yeah. studio. Start construction Friday. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yep. And uh, then we will start reaching out to people all over the country and hit the road. Which I think will be a good thing in 2021 because if I had to bet, we'll probably get thrown into another lockdown we're gonna here pretty soon. We're going to be in jail probably. I mean, we're, yeah. I think people are going to come and pick us up and take us to camps. Yeah, exactly. They're going to start round like unappreciative bears are going to start yeah. rounding us up and putting now us in fucking Now that they're making lists re-education and things like that. Camps. <laughs> hey, we need to we need to do some work on you guys for tolerance. Yeah. You no. guys keep talking about this constitution. <laughs> you know, we put that through the shredder a long time ago. Anyway, hey, a, we yeah, said wait, no yeah, political yeah. talk. Do, do you have a map planned out for uh like Not yet, stuff? because what I think I'm going to do is I do have some strategic places that I'm going to leave. Portland, Oregon. Yeah, Portland. Portland being one. I'm going to leave it. So, like, I'll, I'll head to California, probably do okay, some L.A. It. stuff. Got the best idea. <clears throat> yeah. You need to somehow work like Borat. And the way that he is consistently, for the most part, trolled right. I, and I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the recent one. I thought it was crazy. You should somehow get, like, an AOC interview. Got the hair. You need it, like, you, that, just please. It'd be I great. I probably get an AOC interview. I it know doesn't enough. have to be political in nature of the conversation, yeah. but just straight troll method. Just hit on her the whole time. Yeah. Or something. You need to do that, please. Yeah. So are you looking at, like, actually getting, what kind of guests are you going to put out for no, people, people that have that compelling we, stories? Yeah. and People that have good stories, you know, police, fire people, maybe go talk about the California fires, things like that. Like I said... I head to California first. I'm going to leave it there at one of our friends' houses that has the space for it. Good idea. And then so you're just going to leave the company broken. company property at your On random a friend's secured in, area like a, that a is guarded. friend's house. No, not just random. Like a random. When way. I tell you who it is offline, you'll be like, yes, yes. that is authorized. Yeah, it's Biff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, it, so so I'll just, it'll be like an ongoing trip that we just, that I pick back up. Like throughout the year, oh, see what okay. I mean. So, so it's like, yeah, like any yeah. I'm not gonna go out like for three months and be gone because obviously we have stuff that we have to do. Yeah. You have two a girlfriend, on, you can just say off. you have yeah. a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, no, that's not it because she can go with me anywhere. She can work from a laptop. Is she gonna travel with you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So why do you need to come back? Because this sounds pretty good. Yeah. Just take. A couple take, months, man. Take a couple so, months. What are you guys trying a, to do? Take a no, road no we're you're just, not going to make the unappreciative bear cartoon while I'm gone. We're being. Right. I'm going to come back. You're going to be like, check it out. We got this cartoon that we made. We're being appreciative bears saying, yeah. just no, take I a couple told you, months. Anytime that he's supportive and nice, it's creepy. You know, there's an ulterior motive. I think you. I think you could do some self exploration on the road. You know, kind of a Jack Kerouac on the road type scenario yeah. with yeah. Jared exploration. Yeah. You could explore yourself. Because sometimes happiness isn't the destination. It's the journey. A journey yeah. of you for a couple months across right? the United States. And I think that would be, I think that would be great. Right now? I think it would be cool like just this. to see that vlog of you on the road, you know, doing Jared stuff. You've stopping. never watched anything that I've made. No, that's not true. I have. You've watched part of the mustard video and that's it. 
That was a really good video. It was a great video. <laughs> the yeah. one with you and Jack reading the WAP lyrics. Oh, that's probably I my favorite that. from 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this this is a really, really weird year. Like 2020, obviously, right? This is like a fucking really weird Nothing weird makes sense. Year. No. You've well, gone. I think it's the rest of the decades just going to be like the Me this. Too, well, you, you think? The, yeah. You think the rest of the decade is going to be fucked? The Me yeah. Too movement. Then on the other side of the spectrum, you have a well-known rapper that openly comes out and says that she drugged and took advantage of wealthy men any chance that she got. Nobody cared. Then Who she was this? It, that was Cardi B. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I didn't a, know that. It's a well-known... You can see that million articles about it. Wow. Well, it, so it's didn't like, they reflect so again, that in that stripper movie that she was in and, where they would drug them and steal their credit cards and pull out all the money? And people defended her. That was the thing. That's, that was is a movie. Yeah. The, the, the masses, when, when it was called out by one side going, hey, if we're, if we're all yeah, saying yeah, yeah. That, that below this line is canceled, then guess what? Right. You came out and said you did, you did this and that's not okay. And it's like, oh, no, 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 that's fine. She was struggling. Uh, She's so a girl. As long as, you're, if you, as long as you're the right sex and oh, you're poor, nice. it's okay. So you can do whatever you want. Got it. All right, cool. Um, it's been weird. It's been yeah, weird. yeah. And then the the there's been a lot of arguments on, you know, people calling into question the celebration of the song WAP. And it's like, listen, you guys, on one end of the spectrum, say, you know, we need to be more appropriate. We need to respect women. We need to do this. But then all of you go out and celebrate WAP, like it's the fucking greatest. I mean, thing on I'm the planet. gonna be the one to say it. There is nothing with a wet ass pussy. There's nothing wrong with it. No, it's not something at all. to be celebrated. I'm not. I have nothing. Wrong. You know, if 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 unappreciative bear got some wop in his mouth, but yeah. was maybe he would appreciate life a little more. You said, you know, there, this could be taken a few ways. You could be talking about a guy because you just said ass pussy. <laughs> hey, whatever floats your boat. You know, I'm not the one to judge. Hey, if wet ass. At wet ass, ass pussy, pussy. <laughs> makes you feel good, go for it. If wet ass pussy makes you feel good, go for it. Or wet ass penis or wet ass projectile or, you know. Oh, where is yeah. What? Good peas. Or trees. <laughs> trees, for instance. Wet ass photosynthesis. It's yeah. what they need. Yeah. They yeah. need H3O. We are really H3O. Uh, I'm unappreciative. I don't like normal water. <laughs> I want photosynthesis. Do. No, there's, it's very confusing because there is no standard. There's no line that anybody, there's no logic that, that any normal person can follow because it changes every day depending on who's being the loudest about it. Well, they, so do you guys think that there's a, a place in the market for another social media platform. Absolutely. Yeah. I okay. think it's opened up. Yeah. But how? I guess I, you know, because I was thinking about this the other day where I think if there was some type of other social media platform that didn't censor and, you know, mute and ban, but then the problem you run into is you get a bunch of fucking loonies. Yeah. So, it- it would eventually, you know, that's the fear that it would turn into 4chan or QAnon, right? But, but what was, what was the, was the, um, there was a place where all the, the weirdos went, like all the neo-Nazis and stuff, what was it called? No, no Parlor. No, Parlor seems one. like it's okay, yeah. right? 
Like I, I don't know. It's not like the dark web or no, it wasn't a dark web. There's like a there's a platform dark where all platform. the fucking weirdos like everybody got kicked off Twitter for saying a bunch of random ass shit. They I know went. what you're talking about. I just but, don't remember what it was. So is Parlor is that where everybody's going? That's where everyone's that going right app? now. But Parlor doesn't have the infrastructure to support it yet. Is the problem really? So yeah, every. Every time I've tried to get on it, it's crashed. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. So I have an account on there, but I can't navigate it because it's crashing daily because so many people are migrating right now. So the thing is, is like, you know this, like in this in this realm of social media, the barrier to entry is extremely high. You're talking hundreds of millions of dollars just for storage, right? Like just the storage yeah. for you to say you're allowed to upload and share photos yeah. and videos and things like that. Not even unpacking the software suite that you're going to need for this for this whole thing to be able to create your profile and create a Facebook style thing. Like but it's I, just I, so expensive. I think that will take over on any of these platforms. The, the the main problem is like there's no market cap for these these social platforms as far as advertising dollars. They don't see that there's like a TAM where they're cap out. They're just like more, more, more. And when the algorithm supports exponential growth and 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 that's it, profit. That's when you see where user-generated content, which pretty much creates the platform, will always sway towards algorithmically what works and makes the most money. And, you know, that's like you can watch The Social Dilemma and there's been multiple experts on this on this um, subject. But that's that's the issue rather than having a platform that's favorable to correct unbiased content. Now you literally can say anything like the earth is flat and people click that shit and they make money off of it. And it's favorable to the, the algorithm because people want to watch it. And that's why you have this trash that, get, that gets put well, on there. Lowering fucking attention spans, increasing view times for advertisers, you know, inactive fucking entertainment. We discussed this yesterday. There, there's so much things involved in this. It makes it very, very complicated. You have one, you have one, you have a couple things you have to overcome. Number one, Facebook has become ingrained in human culture around the world. Yeah, it I is, think all of the it big, is part of, of people's the big three lives. Have. Yes, yeah. Twitter, no, no, but Instagram. Like, do you, like, but I, look at, I'm not, I'll just reference this. Yeah. You, you're correct. And if you listen to the Rogan episode with the guy he had that worked in Social Dilemma, they ha maybe had okay intentions, Facebook, but they, they did some crazy shit. Like in third world countries, I don't know if you guys know this, their only free service when they got their phone was Facebook. Meaning there's no data usage you get charged for other than Facebook. So what does that do? That creates the only source of exterior news that is getting stifled yeah, in. Yeah, they're controlling And then it. you have governments creating hundreds of thousands of fake profiles to sway cultures. And a lot of these things, you're seeing mass murder, you're seeing genocide because they're completely changing a narrative and getting people killed. Like this isn't like Sally offended me in America. This is a global, global, like economic and social and cultural issue that is solely stemmed well, from my, a platform. My whole point in what I started to talk about was Google attempted this years ago, about five years ago with Google Plus. Like they tried to offer a Facebook alternative. Yeah. And with the money and tech behind the largest tech company in existence, they still couldn't do it. They still could not uproot the culture behind the blue fucking square like, well, so people, now, people 10 problems. years later, you know, five, 10 years later, we have a mass amount of Americans that are fed up with it and ready to migrate. What I think the future of that is, is I think you could see 
all of the conservatives or red-leaning people leave and go to a new app, what that leaves Facebook is at first you'll have celebration. You've seen, I've seen it all week. I've seen all these people on the left side going, oh, this is great. All, all my idiot friends that like Trump have, have, have left Facebook. This is awesome. Look, this is our own utopia now. But we know what, what that's going to turn into, just like Chop did. They're going to have their utopia, and then they're just going to start turning on each other because they can't agree with fucking anything. So that is going to become Facebook or the current platforms in the next three to five years will become a cesspool where they're now in war with each other while the other group hangs out somewhere else. Mm -hmm. They're going to start the migration again. And then you could finally see a change in power from Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at that point, maybe. I but I don't think it's that simple because you're conditioning culture in the youth and wherever that platform exists, they're going to pursue. And you look at kind of how these social media platforms have directly targeted youth and getting youth the psychological component and perception of fame. So TikTok got a migration. Right. And they did it because... Let's elevate view well, count. But, Let's but that's elevate, what I'm saying. But then look, what that, look, that's been worse, in my opinion, as far as attention span and viewership. And, and But like these platforms are rewarding these kids to do crazy shit because they get this sense of fame and likes. And at that age, like, man, how cool is it to be when you were fucking 12 years old to be the most popular kid in the cool? Yeah. Everybody looked up to it. And now that's completely changed the social norm. It's no longer confined to that you know, middle school, it is a citywide thing and then turns into nationally, if not globally, with some of these kids. And an, it's, it's an eye opener was at Charlotte's birthday party. A bunch of seven year olds. You know what the most impressive thing that they saw all day at, at the party? Okay. The YouTube play button. Oh, really? That's hanging on the wall in the bar. The kids were dragging other kids to show them they have, they have subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. These are seven-year-olds. Wow. Like, and this is well, that's what, that's this is a thing that is elevated so high to them. Like, they're so impressed with this. There, there was there was at least four or five times that the kids walked to look at the play button hanging on the wall. <clears throat> well, and that's what I'm saying. If the cult, cultural norm is that is how success criteria is gauged from a youth perspective right. is fame. And what's, what's the problem with that is by any means necessary. And that's when you start to see these massively weird and terrible cultural changes instead of how do I give back? How do we support, you know, the, the, our communities and our country? It, it, it's a complete pivot. And we forgot about all the things that truly matter. We're worried about what some fucking idiot in Ohio thinks of you. Like who fucking cares? Well, I mean, it's wild yeah. to think about. But at that age, like, you don't have the, the emotional intelligence to kids, process you that. you ask them like, oh, do you watch TV? They're like, you mean YouTube? Yeah. Right. Like they don't know what yeah. cable is. Right. But it, it's interesting because you can see social media and so many, and I haven't seen the social dilemma yet, but you can see how well it, it, it does at capturing people's attention. And, you yeah. know, with, with my daughters, three and six, they, we limit their TV. We limit their, how much time they have on their electronic device to like really less than an hour a day, typically. And they want, it's like, it's like candy to them. They want it. They want it. They want it. I was thinking about this uh, because I'm, I'm uh, reading Alexander Hamilton's new, or not new, but it's biography. And I was thinking about it <clears throat> while thinking about the Federalist Papers and thinking about the Founding Fathers and all of what they were doing. And they had shorter lifespans than we did. 
But how could these guys accomplish so much? When you think about how many volumes of material they created through writing, they fought in the Revolutionary War. So when you think about a guy like Alexander Hamilton or George Washington or Thomas Jefferson or all these these guys that were these these American uh, revolutionary we, we icons started on a farm. But, but think about it, because they've they accomplished so much, but they weren't doing as much. When you think about it, yeah, we get to go from here to our house, and it takes us. 20 minutes to get back to your house. How many miles is that? 38. 38. 40. You know how long that took right? then? And it's, you're doing 70 miles an hour down the road. And you have to fucking pay attention. So you think about going 70 miles on a horse. music or a podcast yeah, on. Or a podcast yeah, or your phone. You think about driving that or riding could, that on a horse. Yeah. It would take you a whole day. You're thinking. You're alone in yeah. quiet in the woods and you're not only thinking, but you might have a few other people that you're talking to. You're having a, a really intense, I would imagine, dialogue on the trail. If you're not talking to somebody, you're thinking you have quiet, you have long travel times, you don't have electricity, so you're there's there's no way that you have a phone sitting there in your fucking face scrolling through every night. You're like, candlelight, okay, I got a couple of books. I'm going to go through, I'm probably going to read these books multiple times because Books. You have nothing else to do. You have nothing. And and you can't carry a bunch of books with you. So you'll carry like one or two. So I was thinking about it. These guys also went back and forth to both England and France before the Revolutionary War. So they're, they have weeks on the water in boats in travel time where they're just flipping pages in books. Or so writing pages. They're writing, they're reading. That's what they're doing. They have no electronic external stimulant. They, they don't. So we have so much and we're constantly being inundated with it, but we're actually accomplishing less yeah. in our <laughs> well, lives. We're accomplishing less. But when you a, think about those guys, they're probably like journaling too. So they're yeah. creating an archive of their own thoughts and right. then they're building upon that, even though they're living much shorter lives, but they have everything that they've experienced and the lessons that they learned, it's, it's all condensed in a much shorter place, right? And then they're they're able to like take that and and use it to do something as opposed to us right now is like we're we're constantly getting so much input and feedback that that we're not compiling all that into intelligence. But, but riddle riddle me this though. That's a great point. Like I think if I were to draw an analogy, and I'm just shaking sure. this out right now. If you look at America as like a mansion, okay, like in the founding fathers, right? They they laid the concrete. And through generation after generation of sacrifice and everything that's happened, we slowly have built this iconic mansion, right? And I think at this point in society, it's full of a bunch of people. Everything's furnished, everything's decorated, and we're being influenced by social media to act a certain way. So there's really nothing right for where does the country go is, is what I'm getting at. Like, I think back in those times, there was such progress to be made where now it's almost we're divesting ourselves from all the hard work we did in the past. And we're focusing on some really weird shit because people are bored and, or are just want power and fame. Dumb Cause like what, we're really what else is there? And, I, and I, maybe I'm like completely missing the market. No, this, I see but, where you're going with this. It's like back then, like, cause you, when like you got like, your property. Like, think about it though. Like that's how entitled a lot of us Americans are. And me included, like, especially this age, you wake up and like a cell phone is a normality of existence at this point. Ultra. So it's not like, 
you've endured the 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 consequences of nature. You live in the confines of this completely carefully constructed society that controlled. has everything, every necessity, every want. Needs are not even a fucking thought in your head. Like I need food. It's fucking everywhere, dude. Like what? Like going a whole day without food in in the normal American life is like, oh my god, I'm so fucking hungry. Like there, there's no idea of struggle anymore because it's such a carefully constructed environment that now we're just like throwing chairs around the fucking mansion fighting each other. I agree. Could be wrong. Yeah. I'm just and then there's a bunch of people living in the mansion who's like, we need to burn this mother down. We just, that's the only thing we <laughs> yeah. can do. And you got to like, burn it yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, but a lot of good people. I don't like this wall. Let's burn this, this, this house down. Let's yeah. burn the house down. Or they're like, like yeah, hey, let's just you, open you, up the mansion and like let yeah. 700 other families that don't belong in here here without vetting them. And you're yeah. like, uh, okay, but then the fucking, uh, it, it's, I, I don't know. I think it's interesting because I think you have, uh, it, Definitely listening to the conversations they were having in the 1700s, right? So we're 1776 and somewhere before this and somewhere after into the early 1800s. They're having really complex discussions about how they wanted their country to look. They're having wild debates. like, And people are getting angry. The other thing that, that, that was a big, a big thing, duels. You piss somebody off. You piss somebody off and you offend somebody's, you offend somebody. Like offend back the in the day, yeah, you offend their honor. You talk shit about somebody behind their back. Behind their back, You're going to be called out to the dueling field. Like you're going to throw down. Not fucking fist fight. Dudes are going to go, I'm going to blow your fucking head off. We're going to go to a field. I'm going to shoot at you. Did you, did, did you say that or not? And there were a lot of guys that would apologize for what they had said behind their back because they're like, wait, this fucking dude is serious. He, I offended his honor. He's serious. And this dude's going to take me there? to the yeah. dueling field. Are you allowed to turn shoot down me in the a face. duel? Huh? Are you allowed to turn down a duel? Yes. Okay. So you, but you can, the way you turn it down, the way you, you turn it down and... is you have to apologize. Wow. And most of the time you'd have to admit I was wrong because they would lay out the criteria. The person would say, Hey motherfucker, it's time to roll. Uh, I'm actually not into that. I kind of like living and I think you might kill me, you know? Yeah. Like, and what I said in jest, I really didn't have that much vested interest in, so right. I'm just going to say I'm sorry so I'm you don't shoot at me. spoke wrong. So Alexander Hamilton is a great yeah. example. And Aaron Burr. Dude got fucking shot in the face, like, or in the stomach, not in the face. Did, but did, Didn't he kill Burr or Burr killed him? No, Burr killed him. Okay. But Burr was essentially a piece of shit and sometimes it went wrong, right? Sometimes like, oh, well, <laughs> hey, he called you out and you killed me. But either way, there were consequences to people running their fucking mouths. So on the internet with Twitter, there, there's no consequence, no. right? You can say whatever you want. If you want to come out and you want to go, hey, we need to keep tabs on all these people that voted for Trump. What's the consequence? None. Nothing. So if you have some wild socialist idea, or you're just making history up, like you're just making things up that are completely incorrect. They're not factual. They're just fucking lies. Who is holding any of these that, people accountable no for this? Yeah, that's such Nobody. a good point. Like that, that tweet Nobody. from AOC, like it's other people in this country looking at that tweet with her saying that we need to archive the Trump yes, sycophants with like, that are with ang it. like what? That's 
fucking insanity, you know, man. Logan, that's how we heal. What social media? That's how we heal. Is, this is kind of what I was getting Come at on, earlier today we when we talked about this. What social media and this this new age culture of everybody is on an equal playing field now has done is you don't have to have expertise or experience with any subject. For no. you to jump in and tell somebody your opinion or what, just what like you this think. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is just, just the fucking simple thing of everyone sitting at these two tables has left the United States and seen what a third world country looks like, seen what actual dictatorship rule looks like, seen what actual the definition of oppression is. Like, we have a different perspective than the people that sit their fucking fat asses on Bainbridge Island and their biggest accomplishment was becoming a fucking amateur photographer and having two kids with your rich husband. It seems like you might be referencing somebody. You look the camera on that. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. there's it plenty is. of people that I could be referencing, but that's the thing. is like the arguments that I have seen, the, the words that have been thrown out towards red or conservatives or anybody that that is anti-Biden, Harris, or anything on the left. It's Nazi, oppression, racist. It's like, motherfucker, you never seen this before. And you wouldn't be using those words if you knew what they actually well, meant. No, and they wouldn't be using those words either, which is they wouldn't be using those words in in the physical presence of somebody else. They wouldn't. They wouldn't say that. I would say there's a fraction of a percent of those people that actually say that in a room with any form of confidence because they'd be like, what? I'm going to fucking knock you out. Like, what are you talking about? Like, there's still a point in this country where physical violence is acceptable. When somebody's there uh, are majority of states battery, where you're like, allowed hey, man, to challenge somebody to an agreeable fistfight. Correct. So, cool. so Texas, for me, Texas is one. Of them, Texas yeah. is, one. is one. Well, but, but those are the consequences. Shall we duel? Yeah. Dual well, I was thinking about that in the context of, dude, if if I was rolling back in the day in the 1700s with a sub-second draw, I'd be like, all right, motherfucker, time Let's to duel. roll. I'd be shooting people in the face like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be working it, you know, working my dry fire on my horse all the time. Just like, oh man, I'm going to fuck Aaron Burr up tonight, man. Yeah, I'm going to fucking gonna put great. a ball in his yeah, head. That's all he would do every day. Every be day. <laughs> be like, yeah, he'd be okay, doing. enough with the duels. I've <laughs> killed like half the people This comes here. in hey, with man. his spleen hanging out like yeah. that. Got tagged even, tonight. We don't even have a lie. doctor in the town anymore, Evan. You shot him. <laughs> he, he was offending me. He told me I needed to get an amputation. Well, you do. It's gangrene. It stinks. It's everywhere. Fuck that dog. Oh, you want a duel? Yeah. No, dog, to help you. Yeah. I think that it, it provides this layer of protection for the dumb and incompetent. And there's no yes. ability for people that are interested in facts and the truth to have any form of recourse. So if you have followers, for instance, which is validating what you were saying too, that's the only thing that matters. This is a really, really crazy and dangerous rabbit hole because now this is where you get the, the, the people that think that the flat earth can exist. It's physically impossible. It can't exist. Now, maybe in a parallel universe, I'm not saying it can't. I'm just saying like right now, today, this earth, earth it can't. And, and that's why when you have all these echo chambers reinforcing the same narrative over and right. over and over again, it's so fucking dangerous because you have a group of people and I think 
their their ideas just in general, they're fucking dangerous. Like they're really dangerous. When you have and then they're elected officials. And that's an echo chamber. Oh yeah, that that I'm going with that. But I, nobody challenges anything anymore. Well, that's nobody like, challenges anything, and, and, if, you and, and if you do, it, you're just met but, with. But if you ferocity. do, everybody, everybody from the other side yeah. says you're racist. It's a lie. Yeah, that's they a make lie. they make stuff up. Yeah. So then there's no check to no check and balances. It, it seems crazy to me, and maybe this is the only time in history that you can just make things up yeah. and just random non facts and make things up and say things about other people and. There are no consequences to that. Like zero consequences you have, you have to an this. Entire millions of people that are labeling other millions of people in the freest country we've ever seen a party of people in history that Correct. rounded a group of people up and murdered them. Yeah, I know. Like, like and no, there's it's, no it's, recourse. But and, no, and, you're Nazi. Most most what? people yeah, and and most people if they're on that really hyper left echo chamber that's just grinding themselves deeper and deeper into the hole, they continue to believe that. And there's no way that you can talk them out of that idea either. You can't pull them out. You can't pull them out. And it's on the right and the left. You can't pull them out with real information because now Um, nobody trusts any of the information anymore because it's all... It, it, all of it is is lies and hyperbole and it's manipulation. There's no facts except for from the people that you follow that have the most followers that quite possibly could be the dumbest motherfuckers like us. Well, I think, yeah, there's, there's a natural <laughs> tendency. Like people want to be in echo chambers. Like they want their input from the environment to basically confirm what they, they want their belief system to be. And we already set the thing up that would allow us to empathize with one another and see each other's point of view. And that was the debates, right? Yeah. Like we learn how to debate in high school and that was supposed to be the system to where you can look at both candidates representing whatever party and you can be like, oh, well, that makes sense, even though that doesn't necessarily agree with what I believe in right at this moment. But you can make educated decisions based on the conversation that's happening. And if you look at where debates have gone, leading up to this last election, like that first one was a fucking shit show. Jesus Christ. And it's like, why don't we do this on a regular basis where we pick representatives from abusing viewpoints and allow them to talk to each other on a something that is nationally televised so we can see and hear different perspectives on these topics. It just turns into this bullshit debate that's exactly like social media. but But there is a great idea. Like that's a, that, that's what, that's what this should be. There should be a place that is a debate. It's a modern duel. Yeah. It's like, and if you don't take up the opportunity or the challenge, the other party has to capitulate socially pressured where it's like, hey, let's debate. It makes sense. Let me to see that, your- That's how we make our decisions is after things like this, where we have all of this research and knowledge to be discussed back and forth. And then we make decisions. Can you imagine a Dan Crenshaw and AOC debating? Oh, no. Can you imagine? That would be, that would be amazing. There's, yeah. It would be amazing. It would be but it, so but you wonderful. you would see right away that AOC does not deserve to even have a seat at the table. Correct. And everyone would go, okay, we messed up. Yeah, yeah. The, we messed up voting that The adults in. are eating turkey at yeah. Thanksgiving dinner. She somehow mistakenly got at the, the, adult, at the adult table. Thing. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You got to... 
your table is over there, the yeah. small one. You would see that right you, away. You would. And they won't do that. They'll protect it because they, There's they've no got way. what they need. They've got the, the voice to millions of people, of people that just worship her. Like, but, but even if you take a guy, uh, for instance, would be, you take a guy like Barack Obama. He could debate. I don't think he would even have a problem. And I'm not trying to, you know, beat the drum for him. I'm saying... You'd say, hey, I'll, sure, let's yeah. take up the challenge. Yeah. A guy like Bernie Sanders, he would take the challenge up. He would say, fuck yeah, let's go. Let's get it on. But at least you would be able to see a guy like, you know, Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke and all these guys like duke it the fuck out intellectually. And you would see who is smart capitulates and, and wouldn't dumb. show up. They'd tuck their tail in and run away. But that's what we need. Yeah. You don't even have that on the floor. So if you watch C-SPAN, yeah, you don't have bravery. You don't even have that on the floor. You have people that are like, "This is my five minutes." No, this is my five minutes. This is my, and they're yeah. just going over, stepping over yeah. each other. They've got their going own topping points. It's just like it's, it's no format to it. It's fucking horrific. Yeah. It would be the most interesting show that we could watch if people would say, "Let's set one up." Find it, find a way where it's like, we'll call it the, the, the duel for a lack yeah. of a better term and go out With and find people to debate. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just call it duel and it's duel. just a well, battle of wits what, on certain topics. There's a great show on, uh, I think it might be on C-SPAN. One of the, one of the, there's a podcast and it's literally the great debates and they have a crowd of people that are non-biased. And they don't even know the topic. They show up and uh, intellectual squared or something like that. But they show up and they show up and sit in the crowd and they have a panel of debaters, three people on one side, three people on the other. And each person goes, and sometimes they have one person, sometimes they have multiple, it's irrelevant. And then they start with the question and they, everybody in the crowd votes. So the question could be, you know, uh, is the United States the, the freest country on earth, right? And then you have... One side saying yes, one side saying no. They vote on it before the crowd. They debate the topic and then they vote again after. That's amazing. Oh, man. That's fucking I would watch cool. shit out of that. Dude, it's, it's a great cool. show. It's a great format. But nobody with a following, you know, nobody shows up to those things. And the American tension span isn't like long enough. Yeah. Well, that's your point. You're saying you can't place expertise on politics <laughs> in people that don't know the space. I mean, like to our, like to us, like we talk about on here, but we're just business guys and former right. military vet veterans, and we're just saying our opinions. But you know, I'm not you not taking my politics from some fucking comedian. You know, like there's reliable yeah, sources that. that you can educate yourself with. Well, but no one, but no one does that. The majority, like we we're speaking earlier with social media, they're going through. Facebook and Lady echo Gaga. chambers or, you know, yeah, I, rev you know, Lady Gaga is revered. So whatever she says, and I don't know what the fuck she's even said during this whole process, but as an example, I'll just listen to her because she she's to Biden Harris rally. Mm. Yeah. You know, again, you're talking about a human that is not affected by in a big circus, any, any, anything that, that the big points that they're running on. Well, and she doesn't. She is not going to be affected. No, and she doesn't care. No, she's worth a hundred million dollars. Yeah, doesn't matter. And she she hasn't been My close or change. attached to the middle class. Who? Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Oh, right, uh, or whatever she's worth. Right. She yeah. doesn't. She hasn't been in touch with reality of America for the majority of her. I mean, adult life. I would imagine. Yeah. And 
You yeah. know, whether Billie Eilish, that's another one that got super political. She's 18 years old and rich as fuck. Right. So, and she wants to get on a soapbox and tell everybody how they're supposed to think politically. It's like, what I thought was You've interesting. Never fucking struggled once. I do like what I music, thought was though. interesting yeah, so was like Ice Cube, <laughs> yeah. and a lot of these guys, a lot of the rappers coming dude, out. They like Ice tested, Cube, dude. Who would put their money where their mouth is? Because they, they came said, after Cube, bro. Do you see that? Yeah, oh, they yeah. came and, after and, Ice Cube. And literally, I was watching the interview, and all he was going was like, "I'm not here for anything other than the black community." And so, if Trump. Or Biden listens to me. I'm here for that. And I was like, dude, what a fucking he noble asked, cause. He asked Badass. both. Yeah, bipartisan. So, doesn't matter. Yeah. I know. He and, said, I want a meeting. And Trump said yes. And Trump he, said, yeah. okay, come yeah. to the White House. But how Biden awesome. Biden said no after the election. He walked in, spoke his piece. He said, you know what? I agree with everything you say. And that's exactly what he came out and said. I asked for a meeting. The president said yes. The Biden campaign said no later. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like it's I pretty easy. Him, but but it was just intent, it crazy to see the attacks. Like, why would you ever work with somebody so racist? And he's like, I, I'm trying to support my community, and Trump's yeah. the only dude that said yes. And and I'm like, well, how would you ridicule a guy like Ice Cube for trying to make a difference with he his used, social status he his to help and out status yeah. and to help out a community fire. that that all Americans should love and believe in? And then you're going to ridicule because it's not on the political spectrum side that you want. That would be like fucking. Jared going to Biden and talking to him about getting a fucking multi-million dollar grant to support amputees. I'm like, why the fuck would you ever go to Biden? If you get that money to fucking help amputees, Roger that. Doesn't matter with whether you're left or right. If you're fucking supporting the cause that you no, believe in, good I got on you, man. I eaten up yeah. a few years ago. Uh, the last Crazy. president, 2016, remember when I uh, sat down with Gary, what was his name? Johnson. Gary Johnson. Yeah. We posted that photo. Everyone was like, you don't, how dare you? How dare you meet with him? He's anti-gun. It's like, dude's running for president. And if I get a meeting with him, I'm going to sit down and ask him the questions I want to ask. And then I'm re then I will regurgitate his answers. Yeah. You don't have to like everybody <laughs> you talk to but or you're around. they don't understand what the motive is there. But why, I then can regurgitate. That's the thing is, why wouldn't you talk to people yes, that why wouldn't you? you don't agree with? Why, why are people so afraid to talk to people that they don't agree with. The other issue is, is if you can't weigh in on these topics and discuss them in a rational and cool manner with actual facts, then chances are you don't want to sit down with the other person because you know they're going to be, they, they are going rational. to intellectually Emotionally. embarrass you. And then you're going to resort to emotions and name calling and everything else. That's yeah. what happens. Just it just evolves. to the middle ages to where it's just like, War! At the, at War! The, at the, yeah. at the, at, at the most, head. the most technologically advanced we've ever been as a civilization with information and we're share. The dumbest. At the and we are, and the, we are the, we, dumbest we are the dumbest we've ever been. Yeah, we like, we are self we are we, we, we are we self destructive. We're the most self destructive. Maybe we're ever. just a bunch of sad bears. We're just <laughs> a bunch of unappreciative bears. Well, I wouldn't say we're unappreciative. We're just sad bears. Sad, sad bears. bears because Karen Bear and unappreciative bear. And woke bear, bear all made doesn't know what's going on. Aww. Well, I think that's enough for us today. Yeah. Well, we said you know, we weren't going to. We're going to get into culture. Oh, we always fucking do. Happened well, the website's the up, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. FreeRangeAmerican.us. It has a couple products if you'd like to sport a Free Range American shirt. Um, and there's a hat up there that that uh, Evan really likes. 
Um, also, Jared, check out his new website, wapdumpster.com. Wapdumpster.com. Yeah, wapdumpster.com. Yeah, uh, actually, .us. Thank you. <laughs> .us, sorry. Yeah. Wapdumpster.us. For all your whopping needs. All your Delivered to a dumpster needs. near you. Yeah, those are. <laughs> Good job, Logan. Thank you. Happy birthday. For what? Happy Thank you. What, what you you just give him a good job for his birthday. birthday. It's been my birthday like it. nine times since I've known you. You've never said good job to me once. Good job, Jared. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> I've heard it from you. Hey, before. good job. We'll see you guys next time on Rage American. Yeah.